This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. <laughs> take three. <laughs> yep, take three. All right, yo, it's your boy D Starks. Starks the artist. And you're tuned in to the Just Different Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. Welcome. Well, glad to have you here. Yeah, glad to have y'all. For the first timers, listening, tuning in for the first time, or welcome back if you've been rocking with us for a while. Yeah. We appreciate y'all. Much love. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead, subscribe, like, and comment. Hit the post notification bell. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave a little comment, you know, yeah. rating yeah. Uh, right below to help us, you know, grow, push the content, grow the podcast. Uh, y'all support this year has been insane. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have like a little end of the year post yeah, and like yeah, a little uh, sure. end of the year EP. We're going to do like another Q&A. Yeah. Just like, you know, I guess talking about like our journey yeah. and then asking some more questions that you got, you all have. Because I just changed. Yeah, yeah since, I feel like. Yeah. Since the last time, I mean, since we started. And since yeah. the last time we did a Q&A. Because mm. you remember we did a testimony service. Yeah. I feel like a lifetime ago. Yeah. 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 So, we'll, you know, we'll have that up for y'all, you know, to ask us some more questions. Um, just, you know, in and out the year. So, Again, appreciate y'all. Much love. And yeah, I feel like our intros have been low-key long lately, like the last few EPs. Uh, does it matter? Uh, I probably don't. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. But anyways, but anyways, yeah, let's go ahead and get straight. Let's go ahead and get straight into it. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about doubt. Okay. Doubt and the questions that we have with God. Mm-hmm. How these like uncertainties that come up in our faith walk how to deal with those, you know, what that looks like, how to deal with those, and how that correlates to, you know, our walk with God. Because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's a natural part of, like, what we all really go through. Sure. Like those questions, sure. those whys. It's like, you know, I love God, and I truly have faith in Him, but there are still a few things that make me go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's like, I love God, but why did this have to happen? Mm-hmm. I love God, but this part right mm. here, that that verse, yeah. that concept, that principle, that mm. I don't, that still ain't adding up. Yeah, that still don't make too much sense to me. Mm. I really do believe in God, and I know He's shown Himself to me. Yeah, but I still have so many questions. A lot of questions. And so yeah, we're just gonna be talking about that because there are all those moments and those times you go through those those seasons, or you're presented with a question from another person that's yeah. challenging your faith, yeah. and you leave those moments thinking like, I, I I do believe in God, but yo, like, yeah, this made me think right. Here. I'm thinking like, God, what, how does this make sense? Yeah, how does this add up? How does this line up? And it's important because I think growing up in a church, almost like bringing questions to God almost seemed like forbidden. Mm. I don't know about you all, but yeah, like for yeah. me, it's like that unwritten rule that you didn't question God, quote unquote. Mm, exactly. And like it's like as if bringing your concerns to Him was like an act of dishonor or disrespect. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between undermining His authority and casting your worries on Him. Mm, that's good. There, there, there's a difference between the two, and so I think we have to break that misconception that God 
doesn't want your questions or at least is intimidated by them. Yeah. And I think that's the issue, that common misconception of, oh, I can't question God. But it's like, how do you expect to get those answers without asking those questions? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think um, when the questions go unanswered, that's when it leads to disbelief. So I think the next course of action needs to, you need to go God with those questions. No, you of course. You need to cast the worries on him. 100%. Like God isn't scared of your questions. Yeah. He's not scared of them. He isn't scared of you asking about like, what he's done in your life or what he's planning to do. Yeah. Right. He isn't you ask he isn't scared of you asking the big why questions of life. Because mm, yeah. he he wants those. Like he invites those in. He yeah. wants you to draw closer to him, mm. to understand like his character, what he wants out of your life and what you know he's what he's planning to do. Um because sometimes <clears throat> sometimes I think we have we have this thought or this perspective that faith and doubt can't coexist right there's this idea that doubt is equated with like losing your faith or falling away from god Mm. and and like that's not the case right like like you mentioned like you mentioned earlier your doubts that actually push you closer to god rather than draw you away from him Mm -hmm. it should push you closer to god than drawing you away from him because the more questions i have about something the more inclined i am to find an answer for it exactly so like if you present me with some type of information or truth or claim Mm -hmm. and i have doubts about if that is like valid if i'm like i don't know that 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 may be cap Mm -hmm. all right this information you're giving me that's typically going to lead me to doing more research and investigation on if what you said was true exactly so in that in that kind of like in that same way whenever we are presented with something about the character of god of who he is or going through a situation in life where it's like i don't understand this mm. right it's to push us to like seek him more yeah. to ask the questions to get in his word and do like the research of investigating you know dissecting the scripture of like under trying to understand what this means mm. i think is it okay? I think it's even safe to say. So, if, say you get those questions right, and it doesn't lead you to find answers, I think that what does that say about you? You know, because if you get the questions and it leads you to find answers, that means you care about finding out who God is. You care about a true character. So, I mean, the I want to say like the doubts or the questions. It's a sign that, or like when the questions lead you to find God, it's a sign that you're like in the right direction. Of course, yeah. So it's not. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Like if you're if you're if these are drawing you toward God and these are thoughts and things that you have like mm-hmm. at all. And I wanna um go ahead and like read the scripture. Somebody had mentioned in our last video, they had put a comment, I can't remember exactly who it is, but it was just like, yo, can you guys add more references like to scriptures um during the episodes, like during the EPs, because like y'all are, like obviously like, you know, speaking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but just having more references. Which is definitely something that like we took note of and that we want to do. A lot of times like we have them, but we just don't always like get to them just like in the like the flow of conversation. Um so we're gonna make sure that we'll start putting those like either in our description, um in the podcast app or on the YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so you guys can have those. But I want to read James one five and it says, If any of you lacks wisdom you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who counts is like a, the one, excuse me, the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Mm. So 
obviously in James 1 5 as he's speaking it makes it very clear that if you do lack wisdom Mm -hmm. wisdom if you lack direction Mm -hmm. if you lack information or your next steps if you need more knowledge and understanding you should what ask god yeah why should we ask him because he gives generously yeah so obviously his word is very it's true and it's plain here that he is generous and he is open to the access of information to his children. Mm, yeah. But he wants you to have these things, right? He gives generous, <clears throat> generously to all without finding fault, mm. without finding fault. So he's not going to look at your doubts and be like, hmm, nah, they're not true. Right. Nah, that ain't really my son. Mm. There ain't no way that's my daughter. They, 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 have a, they got a question. They, they they have something that concerns them. He says without finding fault. So not only is he willing and loving enough to give answers and provide this wisdom, but he's not going to hold it against you. Mm, yeah. And that's what I find like fire even about that verse. So like he's not going to hold it against you. And so that's why you don't have to be scared. Like I said, there's a difference between casting your worries on him and undermining his authority. It's about your intention, bringing your truly your genuine concerns to him. That's something that, you know, he wants and he's going to take, he's going to like, you know, take with care, basically. Exactly. No, I like that. So it's like, it's not really necessarily the doubt that's bad, but just like what you do with it. Like, Mm. what's what's the next step? Like, I feel this doubt, but you know, what what am I going to do next? You know, and I think what you said was good because it's like, God is prepared for us to have doubts. Sometimes Mm. like he might even expect it. Like he expects us to have doubts. Right. That's good. And I think what takes place is sometimes like in this pursuit of like knowledge and seeking God and insight on different things it will be deterred because our doubts will be suppressed with just have faith Talk to him. right like sometimes I we'll I know like you know growing up it was just like well just just, just have faith heard that before. Just, just believe mm. right just believe that that you know God's true mm. you know and you know his word when we turn void and things of that nature like just have faith but I don't think you can have faith without questions I think you just said something. I don't. I don't. I personally don't think you can actually have faith without questions. You just said right because my faith comes from hearing, <laughs> and yeah. hearing what <laughs> the word of God. Mm. So for me to even adequately study, yeah. <laughs> understand, yeah. and be informed on the word of God yeah. to feed my faith, I have to have questions. I have to have <laughs> questions. <laughs> I must have questions. And so there is there is moments and times where things are not necessarily revealed and are reserved for God to know. And so at those times, right, yes, like you're just going to have to have faith. But in other instances, right, there are some things that like God does want to answer. Exactly. And there are things in the Bible that will be revealed to you to give you more understanding on whatever it is you're seeking. Yeah. You're seeking, right? Exactly. So I wanted to make that I wanted to make that point that you I don't know if you can have faith without questions and like just throwing just have faith on everything isn't always, you know, the best course of action or the best answer to a situation. Yeah. I think uh, I also heard you mention in certain instances, there are certain things that are reserved for God to know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what's, what's the hurt in asking? Like right. I've been in situations where I've asked God for more, maybe more confirmation or clarification and I didn't get it. But that's fine. Like there's no hurt in asking, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, 100 percent. I think it's important. We understand that because we we have to deal with our doubts and address the questions we have because 
if gone unchecked, you mentioned this earlier, which yeah. was a good point. I want to hit on it more. If gone unchecked, it will lead to unbelief. Mm-hmm. If we don't address these things, it will eventually lead to unbelief because doubt isn't the enemy of faith. Mm-hmm. Unbelief is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doubt isn't the enemy of faith. Mm-hmm. Unbelief is. Mm-hmm. We have to understand there's a difference, a distinct difference between doubt and unbelief. Doubt is questioning what you believe, but unbelief is a determined refusal to believe. Okay, that's good. So doubt is more of the question. Unbelief is the conclusion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. doubt is like you bringing these concerns and questions to what you because you do believe. Unbelief is this statement of conclusion of like I don't even have yeah. faith in at all. Mm, yeah. I, I have no faith at all. Right. Unbelief is a condition of the unbeliever. Right. So doubt is not an absence of faith, but the questioning of faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can only doubt what you already believe. Mm, that's good. Mm. That makes sense. It does make sense. I hope that makes sense. Hope no, that makes lasts. A lot of sense. You, talking you can uh, you can only actually doubt what you already have faith in. Yeah. Mm. Only doubt what you already believe. So, you know, doubt and faith can coexist. Like you know, in your in your walk with God, doubt is like natural. Yeah. You know, it, it comes up like in our day to day doubts about, you know, am I going to pass this test? Like yeah. doubts about, you know, my abilities as a student, yeah. as a yeah. you know, as a student, as a brother, as mm-hmm. a son, like X, Y, and Z. You know, um, but it's like you said, our response to this uncertainty that will determine if it's good for us or not. Yeah, and this is important because it affects our day to day. This this aspect of doubt and unbelief because all sin and I believe I mentioned this before, mm-hmm. but all sin is an issue of unbelief. Mm, yeah, all sin is rooted in unbelief. So you go out, mm-hmm. you hit the party. Okay, you may roll up the blunt. Yeah, you may pour the alcohol. Right, you may get in bed with them. Mm-hmm. Not because you're bored or you didn't be entertained. That's surface level. The deeper part is you go to that because you don't believe God is truly the prince of peace. So you run to the things you think are. You stay in a toxic relationship. You stay in the unfruitful connections. Not because you're lonely. That's just the surface. That's the surface. The, The real issue is you don't believe God is the true source of all comfort. Yeah. It's an issue of unbelief. Any prominent sin cycle or issue of falling away from God you've had in your life, not always, but sometimes, if you look deep enough, it's always going to be attached to something you did not believe about God. Mm. It's an issue of unbelief. Yeah. Shout out Jackie Hill Perry. I was That's listening tough. to something, and no, she tough. she said that, and yeah. it's like changed my perspective forever. But it's an issue of unbelief. Mm-hmm. Always. Right. You you try to forge your own path. You you run away from God's will for your life because you don't believe yeah. that well, I have plans for you, saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. Plans to prosper you, yeah. to give you hope in the future. You yeah. try to do your own way because you don't believe God has a good one for you. You're really talking. <laughs> it's really an talking. issue of unbelief so it's important that you check this unbelief and manage it not even manage it but 
you know, understand how to deal with it when they when those moments do come. Yeah. Right. So would you say you've recently been in a moment where you doubted like maybe like your call or like something about your relationship with God? Um Yeah, I'd say so. Um I would say that <clears throat> it's happened it's happened a few times. Yeah. Like especially my junior year in high school is when I was on fire, like on fire for God, originally came to Christ yeah. uh, truly for the first time. And so like in my, I guess, quote unquote, like evangelism and talking about God, I was presented with a lot of questions, okay. right? Like we were, I would have like a lot of conversations with people who didn't necessarily believe. And we'd have a lot of genuine, like good conversations about God and yeah. theology and the bigger aspect of faith and religion. And they bring questions to me. Like, for example, and we've, I know a lot of you probably heard this before, you know, like, if God is so loving and he is so good, like, how could he send people to hell? Yeah. Right. If he is so good, if, if he's so kind, if he's this person that literally sent his son to die for me, then how could he allow X to happen mm-hmm. or this to take place? Yeah. And questions like that and even broader questions. And in those moments when those questions were brought to me, that did make me, you know, raise my eyebrow a little bit. Like, yeah. hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I had no answer for it, yeah. And I'm like, dang, like mm. it doesn't make sense to you, and I, it actually it ain't making too much sense to me either, yeah. yeah. Right? And no, those questions, those questions are like, those are different because they're pretty, like you know, they're like bigger picture things and pretty harder to understand. Um, so that's really another topic. But like even the just bigger questions about like, you know, the the if the Bible's true. Right, like how do we know that the Bible is true yeah. and like not written like that and things like that, and so in those moments it did bring a little bit of like doubt. It's like I loved God, I believed Him. Yeah. He showed Himself to me, and I knew I that for God. a fact. Yeah, but it was like, God, this right here, they bring up a valid point. Yeah, you know now what I mean. You're saying it is so crazy because I'm just now realizing it as we're talking about it. So many of the things that I've learned and the knowledge I've gained came from not only my doubt and uncertainty, but other people's. Mm. I'm just now realizing that because I, I was in similar like situations. Obviously, people ask me questions and I'd be like, that's a great question. Like, right. I don't know. And, I, and it would lead me to go home and like look into it, ask people like, yo, like, what do you think about this? Look into it. So like a lot of the stuff that I know now is a direct result of that. Facts. That's crazy. Yeah. Like God, so God can some use the uncertainty as a tool. hundred percent, exactly. Yeah. Like using that uncertainty and doubt as a tool that's to like good. pull you closer to Him. And then the more knowledge you have and information you have on Him, that's how you can you give that to other people, mm. yeah. right? Yeah. Like that can help other people and you helping them. Like obviously, you don't have to search, for, search, understand, and find that truth for themselves. For you, but you can give them a framework or mm. like introduction so, to like maybe this is how this may work. Yeah, right. So this what, is from what I've understood. Yeah. So what came from that doubt can help theirs. Mm. I like that. Yeah, hundred percent. So the That's result fire. of other people's doubts can help someone else's. Right. Yeah. No. It, it, what goes around comes around. <laughs> That's fire. That's fire. <laughs> what would you What would you say? Moments of doubt oh, recently, um, or just in general? Yeah. Very recently, I feel like, um, probably like a couple of weeks ago, I was wow, yeah, I was um, I'm trying to remember exactly what, what set it all off. Basically, I had a conversation with someone and it had me just like doubting crazy. I was talking to God, I was like, Yo, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'll be honey, keep it a buck, cuz I sat down, I was like, I'm gonna keep it real with you. This generation, man, is just plagued with so many issues and problems. I was telling him, like, I don't know. Like how how am I supposed to do this? And I was like doubting my own call. Mm. I was doubting that I was made for a time like this. I was like, I don't know if I can handle this. Like this is a weight. I don't know if I can carry. 
And um, basically, when I came to that, like I, I was asking him questions. I was like, "How how do I how do I do this? How do you want me to address your people?" And the funny thing is, uh, when our mom when Mama spoke um, on Sunday, yeah, because our pastor was out of town, he actually gave me a revelation through her um, through what she was saying. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm gonna go ahead and you know, like get go ahead go ahead say, yeah yeah. So she was talking about in the story of blind Bartimaeus, and basically in the story, if you guys aren't familiar with it, it was a blind man, and he heard about Jesus and everything that he was doing. So Jesus came to this town. And he called out to Jesus, like trying to get his attention. And Jesus, um, he said, he was like, obviously, he was like, who called out to me? He told someone, go get, go get him and bring them to me. And what I thought was interesting about that is Jesus could have easily went to that man himself. But he, used, he decided to use one of his disciples as a vessel. He said, you go, go bring him to me, right? So I paid special attention to that because, like, we're God's vessels. And just how mm. Jesus was using this man to go talk to his vessel, I was like, okay, so as he's a vessel, I'm a vessel. Let me pay attention to how he addressed this. So they went up to this man, and they said, get up for Jesus is calling you. They didn't. There was nothing more. They didn't judge a the man. They didn't. They didn't. They was get up for Jesus is calling you. And God told me in that moment, this is all you have to do. <laughs> He said, as my vessel, and something else he said, he said, this is how I want you to talk to my blind. This is how I want you to address my blind. Get up for Jesus is calling you. And he got up, Bartimaeus went to Jesus, and Jesus did the rest. And God told me, that's all you have to do. Bring him to me. That's all you have to do. And I was like, yo, there was such a weight lifted off my shoulders in that moment. Because, like I said, I was doubting, like, dang, how am I supposed to do this? I was carrying mm-hmm. that weight all myself. And God told me, that is not your weight to carry. Get up for Jesus is calling you. That is what you are to do. That's a bar, bro. Yeah. So, basically, just in that same vein, what we're talking about, when my doubt led me to go to God about it, like I said, I sat down. I was like, God, I'm going to be real with you. Give me answers. Like, I need you to help me. Mm-hmm. And he... He provided. He provided. He took that weight off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it right there, bro. Yeah. That's hundred that percent. Really yeah, I like that. And I think another thing for me is I think I understand you in, in doubting the call. And for me, that was the same. I think sometimes we can doubt seasons we're in mm-hmm. and why we're there. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think recently, like really the past four or five months, it's been okay, God. Why am I here? No, like seriously, God, yeah. like I'm gonna keep it a buck, fam. Why, like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. I know you said in your word somewhere in like Romans eight twenty eight that it's yeah. you know all things all work things. together for the good, yeah, but yeah. this don't seem to be working yeah. at all. Yeah, I, I know. I know you said that you you have those plans that are from my future mm-hmm. that are supposed to give me hope, but this right here, this don't seem to be leading to nothing at all. So it's not it's not making sense. Mm-hmm. Your character in my situation, mm-hmm. your promise in my season, in my current season, mm-hmm. your word and what I'm seeing is about to come out of my future, something ain't lining up. Exactly. I don't get it. So I would say that I've definitely I've been in that mode of like dealing with this doubt of his plan. It's like I, okay, I know the words you've spoken over me. What's to come and what needs to, what's going to happen, but this, this, this isn't it, mm. right? Like I'm not, I'm not understanding it. Yeah. And so for me, it's it's been a process. I would say like I'm not necessarily totally resolved on you know what this season is supposed to look like and what it means, but it is it is coming. Yeah. Right. And like I think day by day, I do get those small revelations and understandings of like, mm-hmm. okay, this is why it had to happen this way. 
you know, like in due time, like it may be like the answer will come. But sometimes I think we have to realize that it may not happen the way we want to or in the time frame we want. Yeah. The understanding of like the why of mm-hmm. what we had to go through and things like that. Um, But yeah, I, w- I would say that like and just adding like something else like personally. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good you say like it's not always going to show up when we want to or how we like it. I think and the question I get a lot is like if God answers our prayers, like why hasn't my prayer been answered? God does answer all prayers sometimes you know no is the answer mm-hmm. and he never said when he was going to do it you know what i mean Facts. so it's like yeah i just wanted to make that point because i feel like that's a question i do get a lot yeah of. and going back to what we mentioned earlier because i want to make this caveat because i can hear y'all screaming already <laughs> there are some questions there are some things that are not to be revealed yeah there are some things that we will not understand at least while we're on this earth until we are like yeah. you know you know under like completely you know with him and in heaven and things of that nature. And I wanted to read this verse, and I found this in my study of this topic. It's in Deuteronomy 29, 29. And I had never seen this. I've never heard heard it like this before. But it says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children. And so the note attached to this is, There are certain things God has revealed. That's what makes faith possible okay there are certain things that god has kept secret that's what makes faith necessary oh i'll say it again just because i wanted to make sense there are certain things that god has revealed that's what makes faith possible so there's some things we bring to god there's some mysteries And there are some questions that he does reveal that answers are provided for mm-hmm. that are in his word and will come come to life and to our come to our revelation and our knowledge as we study and get closer to him. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what makes our faith possible. But there are certain things that God has kept secret. There are a few things that may not get an answer yeah. that may not be completely understood ever but that's what makes faith necessary. Oh my gosh. That's what makes faith necessary. So that's where, like I mentioned earlier, it comes full circle. That's where the just have faith yeah. comes into play. To the to some things, <laughs> I, got, I, I gotta write it down. But I gotta take my notes. Oh my gosh! Some things that aren't completely revealed or can't be always understood and don't have an answer, and that's and that's the hardest part of the faith. And that's really like a different an EP that we're gonna talk about that I already had in the back of my mind. Um, it's gonna be like something around like I'm mad at God, <laughs> the title mm, of it. I like that. Um, but yeah, it's that's what that's the things that makes faith necessary. So I want to put that ca- caveat in there because we're not saying that you know everything's going to be completely understood or or like comprehended or have an answer because that's just not the reality of this life at all. Um, Don't mind me, just write my notes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was too good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, um, but yeah, so I think we'll kind of like. Go ahead and just leave them with that and end, end yeah. it really quick. But yeah, that was, you got any, that was a good one. You got it. You got any any more tips or anything? I guess um, like more practical steps on how to deal with that. Let's go with that. Um, really quick. 
I think how to deal with doubt. Um, obviously, I think getting in this word and mm-hmm. leaning on like certain scriptures definitely will edify you and help you with that. Honestly, just being honest with God. Don't get in the mode of thinking like, oh, don't run away from God and try to hide your problems, but bring them to God. And your well, not your problems, your doubts. Yes. Uh, like I said, my since I came to God, I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, and this is what I'm dealing with. Like, I need your help. So it's just don't don't run from God. Don't hide from your questions because He isn't. Mm, I like that, and that's a, and that's a hundred. I'll make this point that I forgot to mention earlier. In that moment, whenever I was talking about people bringing questions to me, I almost got in a sense of pride, and I wanted to pretend like I didn't have that doubt because I felt it was going to make me less Christian. I felt that it was going to make me w- less worthy yeah. to call myself someone who is a a vessel and a son of God if I did have any type of doubt or concern. Mm. So I love that you said that because I, I forgot to mention earlier, that went through my mind. I almost shot away from it yeah. and tried to like lie about it because it was just like, nah, like I'm not having these doubts. Yeah. There's no way. And I almost didn't bring them to him. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would say that too. Bring it, like just be transparent. It sounds really, sounds really simple. You know what I mean? It's not rocket science, but in those moments where it's like, ah. Like give it to him and allow his like peace to come over you. Sometimes his hand, his answer is peace. Uh, Sometimes yeah. the 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 resolve to your question of your why is just the settling of your spirit, your anxiety, and your worry. Right, that comes back to like that. Just have faith part. Sometimes it may not always be an answer, but something you are resolved with. Yeah. And so be open to his response and how he wants to deal with whatever you bring to him. But always like you know be open you know, and transparent, um, and let, and lay it at his feet. You have to lay it at his feet. And like Jordan said, um, go and study and investigate for yourself. Right. I think that's the big part going into his word about different things, because that's where he's going to speak the loudest. A lot of times that's where he's going to speak the loudest and where you're going to find a lot of clarity as you really dissect and dig in deeper. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. we're going to leave y'all with that. Stay you. Stay real. Stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Y'all stay safe. Much love.